you're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. There's a Jay that's on vacation. So joining us again on the pod, please welcome Kay. Hey, 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 back again. Back again, different format. We love a breaking news episode, so breaking news. <laughs> I want to start off at the top with some Black Lives Matter stuff. Just get that out the way. Let's talk serious shit first, and then okay. we can get into bullshit, because we'll be talking bullshit today, guys. So let's talk about Breonna Taylor. So yesterday on Friday, they released over 15 hours of recordings from the grand jury audio from her case. Um, and, you know, we found out a lot of new information about the case down to when they entered the apartment. They claimed they were yelling police, but um, according to Brianna's boyfriend, Kenneth, he said that they had to scream, who is it at when someone was banging on their door because they were scared to death and they didn't know who it was. Also, those disgusting pigs that killed her are walking free like you and me. When you first heard that headline or heard about that, where were you at with it? I was at home and I was thinking this has to be a joke. I think I saw it on somebody's like Instagram story first. So I thought somebody was like trolling insensitively and Mm -hmm. it actually like broke. And I was like, wait, so not only did they not all get charged and nobody got charged with her murder, but then the one officer got charged with the bullets that didn't shoot her. I'm so confused. What is going on? Like we did. Why don't don't, you know general black? Yes, from what I'm understanding. I remember reading that as well. Gee, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Because the facts are the facts. In every other case, the facts are the facts. You know what I mean? It's just whoever... Mm-hmm. People don't get away with murder. That's not a thing. You know what I mean? That's, like, not a thing at all. Especially when there's evidence. They're going to get your ass. And not a single person is going to serve time for that. This case, just from the jump, was just very weird. Um, I think that no-knock warrants are stupid. Like, that's literally setting... It's not only dangerous for whoever they're coming in on. Yeah. It's also dangerous for the cops, because, like, you don't know what's going on in there. Like, and you just busting in, like... that's In the middle of the fucking night? Yeah, like, that's dangerous for both sides, nonetheless. But, yeah, the whole case from the jump, like, we already know, you know, the police protect their own but like there were just so many sketchy things with this whole case like they weren't wearing they said that the body cams weren't on but then the body cams were on and exactly I'm, all of a sudden like they were looking for somebody that they already had in custody like I'm just very confused on the circumstances and then also the fact that didn't the attorney general say like you know the cases aren't like justice isn't served by like the emotions of the people or something like that. He's like, yeah, something ridiculous. I was like, wait, the facts are you guys stormed into a woman's house and murdered her in her sleep. Who had nothing to do with nothing. I mean, God forbid she was actually guilty. Even then she was innocent. You stormed into her house and murdered this woman. Exactly. You all are wrong. In the dead night in her own home, in her own bed. And then did her boyfriend get charged with like shooting at the police? Yes. Beyond baffling. Like, I I just, I cannot, for the love of God of me, explain that. It makes no sense. I'm pretty disgusted by the whole fucking thing. And I, and I won't be over it. I will not be over it. 
Just like I'm still not over George Floyd. Like, over a counterfeit bill. I'll never get over it. The president is paying his barber 70K and has only paid $750 in taxes, but we're killing people over a counterfeit bill. This is a billionaire. Why is money that serious? It should never be that serious. The fact that this country values monetary over human beings is beyond me. The capitalism of it all is pretty fucking disgusting. I'm ashamed to be an American. I don't have another fucking option because unfortunately they ripped me away from my home country. And so this is where I call quote unquote home, but I'm fucking sick of it. With that being said, leading into that guy, Donald, (laughs) (laughs) Donnie is who he'll be for this podcast. Donnie and his wife, Melania tested positive for COVID within the last 24 hours, 48 hours ish. Who knows when they actually released it versus when they found out. Um, But that's not breaking news here. We don't give enough of a fuck about him for that to be breaking news. The truth he is, additionally, within the last 24 hours, Kellyanne Conway has tested positive, and so has someone named Hope Hicks, who is apparently one of his, quote, Mr. Trump's most senior advisors. <laughs> so, allegedly, theory, he's fucking around with people, the ladies, in his camp no my he's obviously the carrier i'm just so confused because trump has been in contact with a ton of people who have had COVID over the various amounts over the past couple of months like everybody for the most part that he's come in contact with has tested positive for COVID, which down to his son exactly which makes me believe that you know, Mr. Donnie himself is the one carrying the virus and transferring it to people because he has also been extremely irresponsible, does not wear masks, even while traveling and in company of other people that are not mm-hmm. his staff. And every, I mean, even with his staff, he should be wearing a mask. But his whole family does not wear masks. They do not take any precautions. They have treated this whole thing like it is a joke. And there have been a ton of people who have died senselessly because of this. And I just, I feel like it's extremely fried. I also feel like we know that he's, this is Mr. Grabber by the pussy. Like, I mean, he's gross. Come on now. Like, we already know Come that. On. So him messing around with his staff would not at all face me. Not at the fuck all. all. And like you said, he's been, like I just said before, and we both just said, he obviously is the carrier. And for the two ladies to be the ones, along with Melania, to all drop at the same time as him, it's it's just nothing in life is a coincidence like At that. All. Never. So DT, we see you allegedly. And <laughs> um, <laughs> you're a sick fuck. I mean, just to throw in at the end of that, Chris Christie, the former governor of New Jersey, also tested positive. And we're going to throw in Cam Newton also tested positive since we're talking COVID. Also, talk quite COVID. a few of these football players have tested positive for COVID. Like, Quite mm. a few. The Titans, I think, tested positive. Like the coach, like five of the coaches, and something insane. So they had to like cancel the Steelers versus the Titans game. I believe I'm not a big football fan. Don't quote me on that. But that is what I believe was the story. Also, going back to Mr. Donnie real quick, I also mm-hmm. feel like the theory is he's now having COVID because you know they're you know the, in these stages of this vaccine. Mm-hmm. Loose air quotes there yeah beyond (laughs) and i feel like this is also just another ploy for him to be sick and then this vaccine heals him heals him 
(laughs) Jesus bringing Lazarus from the dead. Like, I don't know. It's very strange. Um, I feel like that's also another angle that I was thinking of personally. That, like, you know, he's going to use this to, like, really push this vaccine. Which I don't think anybody should be taking anytime soon. Because, I like, this vaccine hasn't been tested in all these other countries, has it? Like, no country has came up with a vaccine. But yet, our country is the only country that could not quarantine properly, shut down, and move past this in a positive way. Every other country has dealt with this effectively, and the numbers have gone down. And we are the only country who has still had a ton of cases. I feel like the case numbers are going down because people aren't getting tested, honestly. I feel like it has nothing to do with the actual transmittal rate. I think it's actually because people are not getting tested, but... It's just this whole thing. He's treated it like a joke from the beginning. He's treated his presidency like a joke. And I don't take him serious at all. But yeah, he thinks we're a joke. He thinks we're you a think joke. It's, you think it's okay to do... We're not even talking about the debate. But do you think it is oh fucking k for two people who are running for president of the quote-unquote, the leader of the free world, excuse me, you think it's appropriate to act like a buffoon like that on television? Girl, You're supposed to be representing us, and it doesn't matter what occasion. He's always acting like a fucking fool on camera, and I'm tired of that. I couldn't. Honestly, if you wasted, I don't know how long the debate was, but if you wasted that much of your life looking at Biden and Trump go at it like Real Housewives of Capitol Hill, I am so sorry for you. I really wish you would get that time back because that was truly a waste they're honestly oh yeah i definitely recorded it so that i would have all of the footage and i could just fast forward and see all the parts i need because at any given time it's the same shit happening it's buffoonery and i'm just sick of it of capitol hill like this is the reunion or something like i just yeah like is this appropriate overall i'm just calling it unprofessional and i don't like it the whole thing is a joke. Like they're treating and they're really, it really treating is. the presidency like a dictatorship, and I just I'm not understanding at all. I don't like what's happening. Like, everything has what? just been buffoonery. Like even yeah, Biden like telling and Charlotte again, like God, if you don't vote for me, are you black? Like what? Because <laughs> I'm still not over that. That's not breaking news for this week, guys. But I just what? that happened. <laughs> that definitely happened. And like. Isn't this supposed to be like a democracy? So like whatever we want and say goes. For the people. How come? Yeah. Why do I feel like a victim of the system instead of empowered in my democracy? Like what the fuck is going on? I feel like that. Even I'm not happy. To the Breonna Taylor situation. Like all of these people are public servants, meaning they serve the people. So the fact that we are not getting justice for simple things and we're getting laws passed that you know, inhibit us to make decisions for ourselves, especially as women. I just think it is all, it, it just makes no sense. It all goes against, it's very hypocritical. Like it all goes against the whole basis of the system. But then again, I think what they told us the system was and what the system was really meant to be is really the issue. Like the system was never meant to empower us and help us. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know how ever I was going to be empowered with a whole room of white old men deciding things like that makes no sense for all all people people. every age every race every gender or like identity like everybody Mm -hmm. these people who have like i'm sorry not that much turmoil in their life they don't go through that much in their typical life compared to most other minorities of some type like if you're a minority you automatically have like a plight you deal with if you want to acknowledge it or not, are running the country. What what sense does that make? Yeah. 
they don't they're not they don't have their ears to the streets they don't know what's going on with like real everyday people they're not dealing with they're dealing with people of their like people like them so they don't even know what's going on like i'm confused and they're supposed to again make decisions for all, all of us. us that doesn't track yeah i don't know it, blows me. it, it pretty much blows me so really upsetting what we're going through as a country it's really disheartening and i don't know where we go from here 2020 was a shit year but like we've got it we gotta pick it up the pace the pace we're moving it very slowly like it's not 2020 2021 that sounds like we should be over that kind of shit that doesn't even sound like we should be dealing with this was this the 60s <laughs> like what the hell is going like on stuck in a different decade we got a 21st century this up and we got to get on a better pace this is really everything shitty. is all backwards the president has twitter fingers gen z is wearing low-rise jeans everything is out of control it all needs to stop yeah things are out of hand okay enough about all that let's talk bullshit okay. <laughs> what do you want to start with first so much i'm gonna start okay so guys so much is going on but i'm gonna start on a music note now jay is not here but do know at some point we do plan on doing like episodes that are full album reviews so those will be coming but for now we just have a quick note about some drops that happened now yesterday yesterday was friday october the second okay and quite a few drops happen. I'll read all the drops and then we'll talk about the two drops we'll be talking about. Now, there's an IG called Spiritual Word and they let you know where the drops are. So that's where I'm getting my information from. Now, on Friday, 21 Savage and Metro Boomin released an album called Savage Mode 2. Okay, we'll be talking about the top two the most, but I'll just read them all. Bryson Tiller released an album called Anniversary. Then YG released an album called My Life Oh Honey. Then Smoke Za? I don't know who, who this is person that? is. He, re- I don't know, released the album called Homegirl. Oh, okay. okay. There's, I mean, a person named Carly, Carly, mm-hmm. Carly, released a song called Jimmy Choo featuring Young Thug and Gunna. Meg The Stallion and Young Thug dropped a song fire. called Don't Stop in a video. Fire. We'll have to talk about that one too. Um, Westside Gun, who made the Sunshine album, Denzel Curry, a song he was coming out with. Queen Nigel came out with a song featuring Lil Durk called Lie to Me. Ella May came out with a song called Not Another All Love Song. Fire. Yes. And someone named Internet Money came out with a song called Lemonade. It's the remix is with Roddy Rich. Also, okay. Vivia Foreign and Polo G dropped their song Bop It. With- Bop It. Bop. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention and Bop I think, It. What is it? Giveon dropped an EP? Yeah, um, he dropped an album called, an uh, EP called When It's yeah. All Set. Um, yeah, so let's start with Meg, because we didn't even talk about Meg offline. Now, where, do, where are you at with the, let's start video, let's start visual first. First off, okay, so I listened to the song first in the car. I do that. That's my system. I listen to the song in the car at least three times. I do that with any music drop, even if it's an album. I'll have to listen to it multiple times before I give my final review but um so i listened yeah, to the song totally. first off the beat was giving me very rico nasty like yeah it, okay it yeah very rico nasty this like punk hip-hop genre that she's kind of like invented um so that's what the beat was giving me so i was actually pretty shocked to know that that was the beat for the song also i was just very interested because young thug is featured on the song so i was very curious on how his little rock star behind was going to get on there and like you know jazz it up but um the song was fire. It was very different. The beat and style 
of the song was different for Meg, but let's be clear, the lyrics were not. It was very much giving me real hot girl shit. Yeah, the everyday <laughs> lyrics. Was, yeah. <laughs> the chorus is very simple. It's very straight to the point, And it was very Megan. The song in general just gives me very like TikTok party vibes. Like that's what it was giving. It's going to I I regret the day that it gets on <laughs> it's, TikTok. It's going to be <laughs> one of those TikTok songs, honestly, because the chorus is like 90% of the song. Like she's she repeats the chorus a lot. And that's yeah. that whole um, what do they call it? They call it like the like the hit maker recipe or something. Like it's like that's the mm-hmm. recipe. Like you come in within the first 30 seconds of the song with the very catchy hook. Then you come in with the verse, you come back in with the hook, you come in with the second verse, and then you do the hook like over and over until the song is done for the most part. Um, So the song, I thought it was cute. It was like, I mean, woman empowerment is really what I get from her music. It makes me want to be comfortable with myself and go shake my ass. So that, that was nice. Buddha, he blesses me. Yeah, so he was the one who produced it. So now we can go ahead. And for me, my note on the song is, yeah, I thought... Now, if we were comparing, I was on the phone talking to somebody. If I'm comparing how I felt about this song the first time I listened to it compared to WAP, I liked this song initially more than I liked WAP. I'm not going to lie. When I saw WAP, I liked the video a lot more. And I was like, the song, I was like, Ugh. Yeah, for me, Ugh. it's the visuals for WAP. But I don't know because the song, to me, WAP is not as catchy as this song will be mainstream. I mean, because nobody's going to be running around talking about wet ass pussy. Like, I mean, I look- but that's what I would, but the thing is apparently like, you know what I mean? Everyone is taking this on as kind of hit mainstream and now it's on the news. Like, and they're like, WAP stands for <laughs> wet and probably going to rain tonight, guys. The weather is, you know what oh, I mean? Like wow. people are trying to make it like a whole like thing. I didn't think it was going to blow up because it was inappropriate, Same. but people are loving it. Raunchiness. Let's be honest. This is America. Let's be real. They're scandalized by it and they fucking love it. So it it blew up in a major way um, that I was not prepared for. I thought it was too inappropriate. I didn't even think like the radios were really going to play. And it's on the radio every fucking day. I really feel like the radio just shouldn't play certain things. Like, because the clean version sounds ridiculous. Like, oh. yes, yeah, so talk about the visual. So, first of all, she's giving us Tim Burton like fever Tim dream, Burton and I'm realness. loving it. The cat I'm loving Tim it. Tim Burton realness, honeys. Yes. Love that. And I'm Go ahead. obsessed. So, Meg did a show on HBO called Legendary, and it's a, um, a ballroom show trying to figure out like the legendary house for ballroom. Mm-hmm. And so I love that she incorporated um, some of the contestants from Legendary in this video, doing voguing and everything. It was very, I loved it. The color was there. The energy was there. Like, my thing is that rappers usually don't dance. Like, they give nothing performance-wise for the most part, but just walking around the stage looking cute. So mm-hmm. I actually really like that Meg is, like, pushing herself with, like, choreography, like, Cause she she a big bitch, okay? She five, she like almost six feet tall. Like she's she's tall. she's a stallion. She I mean, come on. And she is getting down on the floor like the rest of the girls doing everything. So the choreography definitely to me was like, yes, girl. The looks, okay. Let's talk about the looks because Meg has definitely had a glow up in the fashion department. So in it, overall note for the looks, they're 
very much so improved. I said, oh, oh. she must have worked with Cardi and immediately after taking notes. Taking that's what, notes that's what it was giving me. Yes, this was giving me a Cardi B production. Like, this was absolute fire. Like, the looks were giving me my favorite um, movie is Alice in Wonderland. And, like, she gives this, like, Cheshire cat realness. Let's talk look by look. So, first, the first look I want to talk about is... She has on that like latex bodysuit that's pink. Yep, the one piece that has pink and purple. It's kind of, I wouldn't even call it striped. It's a different version of a stripe. When yes, she has the pink pigtails, the silver hoops, you know, she always, guys, I don't know, you don't know this theory, but I have found out that Meg always wears the same maroon lip. We all know it now. <laughs> yeah, <that> so, <laughs> cranberry lip. That the cranberry about. lip. So she has on the cranberry lip, but it goes with the look. So I'm not even upset this time. And the tail on the back of the fit. So what are you giving this? What are you What are you feeling? I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. I honestly, there wasn't a single, we are going to go look by look, but there wasn't a single look that I hated in this visual. I loved all of them. I'll yeah. tell you which one is my favorite though, because we'll get to that. Okay. But yeah, I give that one a 10 out of 10 because like I said, Alice in Wonderland is my favorite movie ever. And she's giving me like that. I want to be that for Halloween next year. Like Cheshire Cat realness. Like, yes, honey, I, I'm loving it. Yeah, it was very chic. And I wasn't expecting that from her on the fashions. I've just never used the word chic and Megan in the same <laughs> sentence. They never are in the same sentence. But I loved it. It was campy. It was fun. And it was cute. And it, again, it was giving me a little bit like, it was like another version of WAP, I feel like, in the video, in terms of the video. It was very fun. Um, She dances a little bit in that scene, too. That's when she's with the girls. I'm going to have to make a negative note here. She was a little stiff with the moves, but that's okay. That's okay. She's it, trying, I, though. She's, she's trying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not, I didn't even want to throw that in in the beginning. I just wanted to make that soft note because, like, it was happening and I didn't see it. But I'm going to give her a 10 out of 10 for, I mean, doing it. She didn't have, have to do to it. have to start somewhere. And I'm happy she's started, at least. Yeah, I'm. I'm encouraging that. Next is the look where Young Thug is Edward Scissorhands again, giving us Tim Burton. Uh, Tim Burton realness. Love he it. looks amazing, and he has like two blonde buns. And Meg is sitting on like a swing, like she's Lisa fucking Vanderpump. And she looks like she's giving me like old, like um, she's giving me like Whitley Gilbert meets like yeah I, and I, also uh, like uh what are those people like old flight attendant when they used to wear like those oh, kind of like yeah stewardess yeah stewardess tea yes 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 this was my favorite look it's the pink outfit correct it's where it's like hot pink and she has the short yes. blonde bob yeah yes the blonde bob the pink outfit sitting on the swing that was my favorite look of the whole video she just looks so polished she looks and beautiful I have this thing where I just love juxtaposition in music videos where you look like somebody's prissy princess, but you're like talking very foul. Like, I love it. Like, I just love it. Yeah, she looked great. She looks so, you're right. It looks clean. It looks done. There are no loose ends on a look. It Literally, looks the look is polished and then the words are raunchy. Who doesn't love that? Like, yes. Yeah, she looks great. So then we lead into the next scene, which is her as the Queen of Hearts when she has like the heart-shaped kind of hair kind of piece. And then she has on the long red dress giving me Chiquita banana kind of thing. The idea is a 10 out of 10 for me. The execution, a little sloppy. I need the hair to be more on point. The hair needed to be more on point. And I also feel like, was it not attached good enough because I felt like she kept messing with it like it was gonna fall off her head 
yeah, it wasn't exactly what I needed um, on the hair side, but the Chiquita banana outf- I mean, dress, it gave me what Sweetie wore for her birthday. Um, Loved it. Yeah, it looked great. The next look, I think, believing this is the final look, is the Alice in Wonderland slut look that, where she's like dancing <laughs> with the girls, um, giving me fairy tale and slut. What are you giving this one? That look was like an 8.5. I- those last two looks weren't my favorite of the video, but they definitely make the vision come alive. And I also loved how when she's in the scene with the dancers, like they all basically have on the same outfit, mm-hmm. which I love because usually it's like the main singer has on like a different outfit and then the background girls have on like a different outfit. So I like that they it was very cohesive. Like I thought it was I thought that I thought it was cute. I loved it. And she was a little stiff on the dance moves once again, but I feel like between WAP and now she's like starting to like broaden her brand when it comes to visuals because they were doing some dancing in WAP too and I was very shocked yeah also never really seen Cardi dance either so even though she's a stripper which is crazy or was a stripper is whatever you want to call it so I thought that was really nice and then I see you know Megan is also incorporating this whole like background dancers and dancers into this video she's also been incorporating it into her performances too so I mean I feel like she's really starting to branch out as an artist and i really want to give a shout out to rock nation for her um they like manage her i guess Mm -hmm. but i feel like they've really been doing a lot of like um brand development artist development with her because i feel like her actual record label is not doing that so you know shout outs to them because they're really getting her together right because if it was up to them she would still be like a soundcloud rapper that released cyphers on youtube (laughs) like she yeah that's cute and that's fine that's what she was doing in the beginning like we but you have to grow of course it has to be development and if you want to be a household name you have to broaden your audience you have to do more you have to change it up people want exciting shit so i found it exciting it got us talking so kudos to you meg yes and shout out to thug um <laughs> okay so let's talk about the other drops let's talk 21 first because it comes with a drake note you can go ahead and break that news okay so first off the 21 savage album with metro Boomin was all fire like even the little interludes where mm-hmm. this guy that sounds like morgan freeman is talking i did not skip a single track every single track is fire I let's knew, first about... of all, again, let's talk visuals. I knew as soon as I went to go see, and it was giving me, like, Luda's album where it was, like, the Hot Wings, and he had the beer and Hot Wings. Oh, yeah. and the, it was, the cover yeah, art. the cover art was giving me that, like, Luda 04 type shit. So when I saw that, it was, like, gangster like that. I was like, oh, shit, I'm gonna fucking love this. It was this. giving me very Y2K vibes. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I'm gonna like that. And then, yeah. I mean... You all, I mean, we're not talking about this other album, but Metro did have an album, and me and Kay were talking about it earlier. Um, and 21 was on quite a few of the songs. I believe it came out in 2019, if not late 2018. And the album was amazing. So we knew going into this that it was going to be, like, top tier. 21 never, like, as of, like, the last two years, 21 hasn't disappointed me one fucking bit. He also has had some great artist development. Yeah. So I just knew it was going to be fire. So Drake is featured on track number four, Mr. Right Now. That's the name of the track. Um, So Drake mentions apparently in his verse that he dated SZA back in 08, which I honestly, when I listened to the song, I missed it at first. Yeah, I did too. Me and Kay both missed it. (laughs) Apparently he mentions the fact that he dated SZA in 08. And then coincidentally, SZA and Drake, like SZA unfollowed Drake. So I 
honestly, I feel like Solana is very private. We don't really know much about her life. Like she's kind of like one of those people where like, we kind of feel like we know a lot, but we really know nothing at all. And we also never know who she's messing with. Like we never know if she has a boyfriend. If so, we never know who he is. So we know Drake might be on Mr. Right now, but we know he is Mr. Messy 24-7. First of all, he runs his fucking mouth way too fucking much. (laughs) Be quiet. Like, it's 08. It's 2020. It's 12 years. Obviously, if no one's talked about it by now, it doesn't... it doesn't it need doesn't to be talked about. No, it doesn't need to be public record that you used to mess with. And and the crazy thing for me is this isn't the first time that he's mentioned SZA in a right. song. He also mentioned SZA in another song and called her by her government name, Solana. And I thought that was interesting. And it's just like, okay, so you could, and that song was a couple years ago. So I'm just, I'm very confused as to why we are now bringing up old business. And it's just like, Drake is just very messy. Like he's constantly telling us things that we don't need to know as the general public. Like he, guys, so his cancer moon is always peeking out. He's super emotional. He always wants to tell like what's going on with the women in his life. And the real tea is, let's talk about our Queen Ree. And how she was never trying to fuck with him in public. Never. Like when he did that whole weird thing. Oh my God. And he was like displaying that his thing. love for her. She was like not was on so that. Awkward. And then she said something that I'd ride and die by every fucking day. There's not a day I don't think about the fact that she said this. Also guys, sorry. I'm Team Breezy all the time. I know who he is. I know he's a disgusting person. But when you know someone's flaws, you can you can move on from them. Anyway, she said that at like within the last couple years, she said that she trusts and would hang out with Chris Brown more than she would with Drake. And that's always stuck with me. That has always stuck with me because that says a lot. That says a lot. The man who beat you and publicly humiliated you is the man you would go back and hang out with any day over Drake. Any day. Because Drake runs his mouth. Drake runs his mouth. We all know that Rihanna is the sexually liberated woman and she's been with a lot of people but once again they don't talk about her like you don't hear her business out in the streets like that i feel like that's a known thing and drake just got up there on a national television award show displayed his very weird love of affection for her like they were getting married or something i don't know it was very strange i remember that so creepy and like she don't fuck with him and mm, so that's always not sat right with me so for him to do this to get on a track and be sloppy like this. <laughs> always. Like, per usual, being sloppy. Um, He's always giving me messy aunt vibes. Like As if he, like, drank too much and it's, like, 1 a.m. And he's, like, confessing yeah. everything. And I'm like, why are Literally. you doing that? You don't have homeboys? Like never heard. Drake has never heard of the saying, loose lips sink ships. Like, he's just always airing out all of his business. And the crazy thing is, it's only the business with women that he really airs out because, like, all the other business we really That's why no I said it's about. it's like, definitely Cancer Moon influence and it's always women. Yeah, like, it's not it's always really women. dudes. It's never the other Yeah, women. He hit his whole son, but for the women, he just airs them out like dirty laundry. Like, it's so crazy. Crazy. Like, so, yeah, so that's what's going on with that and all that to say he's messy, which means he's emotional, which means, of course, he featured on Bryson Tiller's album and R&B album. Right. Honestly, what a I couldn't have invented a better segue into Bryson's <laughs> album. So, of course, that's the single, the single with him and um, Drake. What's the name of that song? Out of, out of Time. Out of time. <laughs> okay. Out of t- Okay. So, okay. 
He's Mr. Right Now, but he's <laughs> So, yeah, he's on Bryson's shit talking about out of time. Uh, and, I mean, the song is great. I told Kay, my first impressions um, of this album is, okay, there was one song I can't remember because I didn't listen to it multiple times yet. There was one song I definitely didn't like that like I had to skip before the end of it. There was one song that was like, uh, I don't think I would ever listen to, I don't see myself listening to this. So that leaves us at 8 out of 10. So I know I'm going to learn the words to 8 out of 10 of these songs off rip. Now, okay, tell the people what you're thinking. So I like Bryson, but my issue is even with um, his first album, Exchange, my thing is I like Bryson's music, but when you listen, the way I like to listen to albums is I like to listen straight through, no shuffle, no skips. Like I play everything to see if I really like it. And the issue is you can't really listen to a Bryson Tiller album straight through because they low-key all sound the same. And I don't know. I think it's just the style of beats he chooses. There's not very, there's not a big diversity in beats on the album. So like when you listen to it straight through, a lot of the songs start to sound the same. But if you go back in like a couple months and you listen to like maybe like two songs here or two songs there, I feel like you start to vibe with the album as a whole a lot more because that's how mm-hmm. I was with Exchange. Trap Soul, Trap Soul. His- Trap Soul, yes. That's how I was with Trap Soul. And then also how I was with his second album. So like, I feel like, you know, that's how I am with his albums. And I feel like that's what's going to happen with this one. Like, obviously I'm a Drake stan. I love me a messy queen and that's what Drake is. And... That song, to me, it just spoke to my heart because Drake's verse is talking about how he's with this chick, but, like, they're really not... This is toxic. Like, they shouldn't be together, mm-hmm. and they really should let this go. Like, basically, like, they, they've they ran out of time with each other. Like, their time has come to an end. And then Bryson gets on the track, bears his soul. But this album makes me question, like, is he good with Kendra? Because... That's the thing. Okay, so <laughs> I, on the other hand, I can listen to his albums front to back, no problem. But the thing, they do all blur together. Like, of course, there are songs I have to skip. Like, for me, Trap Soul, I listen to on a weekly basis. You are, I'm not playing with you. Love that. On a weekly basis, I listen from intro to interlude. But the second half of the album, I only like a few songs, so I'll skip it. Like, so, and then with True to Self, there's, like, it's not really a section of the album I love so much. It's just, like, I have to skip to certain songs. But I... Yeah, certain Yeah, songs. right. But, like, so I listen to him on a weekly basis. And I could see myself putting this into my weekly rotation once I know the words. The fun of R&B is knowing the words so you can sing along. Knowing the words. So... Right. And he sounded so emotional. Like that was my overall take is like, yeah, all the songs blended together, but he sounded emotional, which is what I crave from him. And yes, that makes me go like, okay, are you, is everything happy at home? Because Bryson is one of those artists. And I hate to say this. He makes great music when he's like in pain. Down and out yeah. Like he, I feel like he's not really one that can channel that emotion when he's happy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when you're happy, you're not trying to channel that heartbroken emotion but he really just makes the best music when he's like down and out or going through some things and that like concerns me because i actually really like him and kendra together and they just had a baby like their daughter just started i know she's such a cute um so it's just like are they okay like is everything good over there like they've been so private with everything but then like some of these lyrics on the songs are just like okay like are you good like Just blink your eyes. Yeah, like, like, definitely wellness check on Bryson. But, like, also, thanks for the music because I was, and I needed it. I needed it from him. He's killed it these last two weeks, honestly, because he also released it some, um, not released it. He also released 
some bonus tracks yes. on Trap Soul. And they're two of my favorite tracks that were never released officially. Yes. Just another interlude in Self Righteous. Yes. I could play I, I play Self Righteous probably like twice a week. Like that is honestly my favorite song by Bryson. It just it just gets me there. Like I don't the words to Bryson's song. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you could tell he took pen and paper and he's telling you like what's tea. Like his music is generally his diary. Like I literally just got chills talking about it. Like certain celebrities it's funny like I was talking to like one of my cousins about this and I was like certain celebrities you just feel like a connection with I feel like I would look him in the eye and be like I I can feel his energy like I can meet him in person be like like literally and I don't even have to know too much about him and like just through his music and through his like like again the energy he puts out I know him like I know this man so like he I don't know he just bears his soul on a track which I need from an R&B song so like uh, I just love and care about him so fucking much like he's everything to me so just so happy that I have music to learn I'm so I'm looking forward to learning the lyrics and then I'll have to give an update because I'm sure my whole perspective will change once I know the lyrics and like fuck with it for a while I'll have a totally different opinion I feel like that's a good segue into my next go ahead (laughs) which I think is honestly the funniest thing I have to say talking about bearing souls the infamous Jeffree Star has taken to social media (laughs) to unburden his heart on what has happened to him in his past relationship so I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with this it's very messy news, so I don't know. Some of you all might not be into it. And that, it's YouTube news. Not course. everyone's a YouTube person. <laughs> yeah, it's YouTube news. So let me in- give a quick, brief give introduction. Give it all. So Jeffree Star is a makeup guru on YouTube. He's like one of the OGs. Um, he has his own makeup brand. He's done collabs with people. Like he's he's up there, up there. Like when you think of makeup famous people from YouTube, he's one of those names. So, but of course, but just side note, of course, he comes with controversy again. If we're talking Zodiac, he is a Scorpio, much like Drake, much like SZA, very private, a lot of shit going on underneath the surface. But the T is, he's also like, of course, they have like obsessive fandom. That's what comes with them. So people ride for him, even when like he's dragged for all the shit he did back in MySpace days, all the shit he does currently. He is not the best person, and people still fuck with him because like. He's not going He's honest and they love him. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so Jeffree Star has been dating or was dating. Um, I, I think he's an international basketball star. Andre Marhold. I hope I pronounced that right. But um, so they were dating. They made their little Instagram debut literally not too long ago, maybe like a month or two ago. Yeah, definitely like debut. a month ago. It was um brought to attention because Andre's I think baby mama or ex-girlfriend took to social media saying waking up finding out that her ex is dating Jeffree Star is definitely not why she thought he would be on the shade room so that was interesting so then you know the shade room starts picking up the story so allegedly Andre and Jeffree have broken up because Andre has robbed Jeffree Star (laughs) first of all that is so funny to me Andre has robbed Jeffree Star and Jeffree aired this out because he commented underneath one of Andre's posts like you haven't been answering my phone. Oh, you can come return all the stuff that you stole from me, yada, yada, yada. And the funny part to me is Jeffree Star is like buku rich. So like whatever Andre stole from him, Jeffree could easily replace. What did he steal? We have no idea. What do you think? We're talking theories. What What do you think he stole? Bags? I think it had to be like jewelry and bags. Like, the stuff with the high value is usually not the stuff that you 
can like he, I mean any other things he would have to have help somebody would have to have help, helped him to carry like I mean he didn't steal like TVs and stuff I'm yeah no sure. not like, that sure it was like jewelry bags probably clothes very high-end material things that Jeffrey definitely owns maybe a whip he might have stole one of those pink whips you never know and that to me is not even the true tea the true tea is now Andre has made a YouTube channel himself <laughs> and has posted if people get him to 100k subscribers <laughs> he will drop the tea on star that is the part that cracks me up because after the whole robbing situation came, Jeffrey took to social media and made this whole like two minute clip about Andre and like all this other stuff. I didn't watch the whole thing because I honestly, I was just laughing so hard because it's so stupid to me. But the kicker to me is that now Andre has taken to Jeffrey's platform, YouTube, and is now threatening to expose everything if people get him to 100K, which you know, they probably will because people- They definitely will. It's, that's easy. Exactly. 100K is nothing for people that have some traction going for them online. So we shall stay tuned because I feel like he's going to get to 100K. He's going to drop the Jeffrey T because I feel like when I heard the story about them dating, I felt like this man was- Ooh, like, first of all, him. all of this I is alleged. I felt like he, you know, it was just very strange. Like the whole relationship out, like the whole pop out was strange. Everything was very weird to me. Like, I don't know. But yeah, so he allegedly robbed him and now he's making a YouTube channel and posted if he gets to 100K, he will allegedly air out Jeffree Star's business. So <laughs> yeah, he will be taking to YouTube to bear his soul allegedly to drop the T. For a coin. He said for some ad sense on coin. YouTube. For a check. I will absolutely check. tell all T. <laughs> <laughs> monetized but let's know. be real jeffrey was allegedly using him as like his black boyfriend because he has all that racist <laughs> shit that racist stuff yeah going on. so like everyone's getting used here i guess he had to steal a bag or two to make up for it allegedly <laughs> <laughs> that was his reparation right that was his paycheck and besides the dates you took him on an extravagant lifestyle you probably exposed him to it was corona he didn't get too much so yeah he deserved that okay is there anything else you want to talk before we get into kardashian news um oh so yes there's just two things i want to slightly talk okay. about usher herpes raymond in true celebrity style he popped out with a baby hand no mention to the baby mother we haven't heard of him dating anybody we are very confused but he apparently had a son so amazing that was interesting. another quarantine baby during this baby boom guys i want to also say i hate that i didn't say this on air but i said it to jay before this all happened at the beginning of corona i said we're going to have a fucking baby boom. I mean, that's the only thing that fucking makes sense. Baby I'm not the only person who said it, but I did say it very early on because it was very clear that like, what the fuck else was going to be going on? It's going to be a baby boom. I can't wait to see what they call this in the history books. Are they going to call it like, like I can't, it's a Corona baby boom. But anyway, we'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. And then also um, former basketball wives, Brandy Maxwell is in the hospital for COVID-19. Um, apparently, somebody had posted her a couple days ago saying she was missing. Oh. They hadn't heard from her for two days. She turned up being in a hospital being treated for COVID-19, but is recovering. She took to her Instagram two days ago, I believe, to thank everybody for their love and support as she is on her recovery road, recovering from COVID. And then also, speaking of abnormal behavior and news... Nene Leakes was spotted with Mr. Peter, Cynthia's ex-husband, 
turning up. Let's talk about Lenithia Monique Leaks real quick because here, there's quite a few things. I sent you a voice memo yesterday that I want to talk about on here. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but yes, nonetheless, she is posed up with Peter for his birthday. Like, and he's in this caption saying, like, she's like a writer and like they've been close for yeah. forever as if she didn't call him a damn bitch, as if she didn't call him Patricia, all that shit. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, gosh. Lini is just a mess. She's apparently, allegedly messing with French Montana. And then French Montana was spotted on the boat with Doja Cat. It's very strange. Everything's very weird. Apparently, she has accused Wendy Williams of doing drugs. Right, guys. So we talked on about on our episode with Brian. If you haven't listened, go listen. It's Real Housewives of Potomac tipping point, I believe. But nonetheless, in that episode, he broke the news that, you know, Wendy was on Watch What Happens Live and she was talking about Nene in some capacity, of course, because it's fucking Watch What Happens Live. So Nene shot back on Twitter saying that Andy is a racist, which I've never gotten that feeling, but she said Andy's a racist and she said that Wendy's a cokehead. Now we all know, if you don't know, now you know, Wendy allegedly, factually, had drug addiction back in the day. She was like a crackhead. Um, so there was that. So for Nene to say she's a cokehead, it, it, I have a theory, again, very alleged, that she relapsed around the time that she felt like, remember that infamous moment where she passed out on the show? To the ground, right, on like Halloween, it. where she was in the Lady <laughs> Liberty outfit, and she passed out on live television. She, um, in that moment... I believe that she uh, she relapsed because she was on so many like pain pills and all this stuff. She was getting surgeries and all these diagnoses and all that diagnoses, all of this. So, so then to kind of transition into the Kardashian talk, Miss Jordan Woods. Now she has been a topic of conversation ever since she um, allegedly was cheating with Tristan. Like, I don't, very interesting. Allegedly was so, definitely fucking Tristan Thompson. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly Tristan and her canoodling, schnoodling. I think they had sex, but nobody will admit it. But whatever. Not my point. My point is she has popped out with her new boo, Carl Anthony Towns. That little picture that her actually, sister posted to pop them out. I was like, oh, okay. Girl, they popped out. They've been spotted. They've been on everybody's blog. They look super cute together. Yeah. A. B, Carl Anthony Towns, I believe his parents oh. just died. They probably reunited over that because she lost her father too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I think, you know, they have a really good connection. They both look very happy. He has made her, um, you know, more of the Birkin Bay squad. I know. I'm and, so glad um, she got her eight-figure <laughs> rich. You know what? You know what I mean? You know what I mean. So she's a part of that squad now. You know, he seems to be really in love with her. But Jordan is doing too much. In my opinion, she's been doing too much ever since the Tristan stuff and the beef with the Kardashians, Jenners. And, you know, I'm all here for women empowerment <laughs> and everything. But Jordan can't go from being, you know, not really on the gram for to now you're posting naked on social media with just your hand covering the area. Yeah, she's wild. Talking about some his views. Like, girl, we don't need to see his views. That should be for him. I don't need to see that. And if you feel like I should see that, then you should make an OnlyFans to make some money and I'll be posting this on Instagram for free. That's all. And since you said OnlyFans, today's the day of transitions because leading (laughs) in to the Kardashian segment of this show, guys. We're going to lead in with the Tyga note. Okay. So Tyga has 
creating an OnlyFans account, guys. I mean, join the fucking club. You know what I mean? We Mr. Make It Nasty himself has an OnlyFans. I mean, with the young money checks dry up, I guess you guess <laughs> I guess you make I guess you make you. ends meet other ways. And the way to do that is by um making an OnlyFans. And now of course, guys, it's easy to screenshot and screen record OnlyFans. So it's <laughs> given that when people like Erica Mena and Safari and fucking Tyga, when they make OnlyFans, people are going to release some of the footage. Record and release. Some of, they're going to give us the tea. And the tea is they gave us a nude of Tyga and his dick. And it, not only his dingling but y'all it was erect and ready it looked moist and everything i was so it was, it was, what was going on? it was definitely picture. lubed up for sure <laughs> i don't know with what but it was lubed up in some sort of way i was to say and it was and it was definitely erect and it was huge i didn't see that coming huge i i saw it coming given the list of the women he's been with I definitely felt like that had to be the thing because it's I not thought it was going to be medium, but I remember in a fucking interview because again, sorry guys, Team Brewery, um, I was watching a interview with Chris and him. You know, they're they were best friends or are best friends. I don't know the status of their relationship. I don't know what they're right, but when they anymore. used to kick it all the time, they were going on radio shows together. And one time they asked him, they asked like Tyga a question about like what size his dick was like or something like that <laughs> and then um chris thought the joke was like oh like is his dick black or is it asian and he was like oh yeah like it's black for sure <laughs> what is happening <laughs> a lot is going on here what? chris has seen it he's standing up for the size of it <laughs> why is chris why is Chris identifying this man? <laughs> Why is he the one to answer the question what before talking himself? What type of friendship is that? I guess they hit ladies together and or each other allegedly. Oh, but why is Chris? Why is Chris looking though? Why That's what I'm saying. Or they fuck each other allegedly. I don't know. I I don't know what was going on. I remember that interview stuck with me because I remember thinking that was all pretty odd. That is very odd. But now we see the factual. So Chris wasn't lying. So Chris was not lying. (laughs) Wait, guys, actually, I feel bad. I'm pretty sure it was Chris who said it and not Tiger himself. So if it was Tiger himself, I'll put a clip in here. Okay, so I'm here with a post show note. I said if I was wrong, I would correct myself. I was wrong. In the interview, Chris Brown had to ask Tiger a question. And the question was, what part of you is Jamaican? What part of you is Vietnamese? So he's Vietnamese and Jamaican. And Tiger says his genitals are Jamaican. His driving skills are Vietnamese. But the way he looked at Chris, I think is why my soul took away that Chris was the one who said it. Because he gave him a look, uh, like a knowing look. And then Chris was like, the whole thing, man. So I just got a feeling of camaraderie around the size of his penis so i'm sorry for speaking out of turn but that's what happened okay back into the episode and correct myself but if i'm right it's not gonna be a fucking clip there and that's what chris brown said <laughs> go ahead 
and you can introduce the Chloe note. Um, was... Jay is the one who brought this oh, to God. me, who I brought this to Kay. But Kay, go ahead and talk about what's going on with Chloe. So I've had this theory that Coco and Mr. Thompson have been back together because he was staying with them during quarantine. So if you guys watched the last season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you will know that Coco was getting her eggs frozen, but she wasn't going to freeze eggs. She wanted to freeze embryos with Mr. Thompson's sperm. Right. In the hopes of having another kid because she didn't want to be, in my opinion, the only one in the family to have two baby daddies. She was debating on that. And I think she ended up going ahead with that plan and did it. So, I mean, we all figured that they were going to get back together at some point because like we said, the Kardashians are known for dating black men, but they are also known for not having more than one baby daddy. They all have the same baby daddy for the most part. We don't know what Kylie will do because Kylie is still young and her and Travis are still a huge question mark. So we don't know. But I've had this theory that Chloe has been pregnant for months because Chloe has been posting these very Photoshopped photos, which is actually A, very normal, but B, also very strange because I felt like the Photoshopping was happening on more than just the face this time. She's been posting a lot of selfies, but then the body photos seem very weird proportionate. Like her head looks way huge and the body looks way small. Like, I don't know. It's very strange. She face tunes her photographs within an inch of its life. Like it looks nothing like this woman. Like on the point to where if you were to hold up a picture of her next to her and her life depended on it to be, you know, a match, she'd probably die because it doesn't look like her. (laughs) It really doesn't. But then she like started to not post a lot of pictures. And then the pictures she were posting, they seem like they're like old photo shoot pictures, which I know for a fact that they've taken a long time ago. They always do that. And then like she posted this picture on September 7th and the face is looking a little swollen to me. Looks like there's a little stomach there. The titties are looking a little pumped with milk. And I'm just like, okay. I You're talking she- about the one she's on the beach wearing that muumu? Yes. 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 Thing. She was looking pregnant to me. And I ever since then, I was like, I knew she was pregnant. Because the other picture she had posted from that same, I guess, day is True and her on a horse. But True is sitting, like, in front of her stomach. Like, the pose in the other picture and the knees pictures, True is all in front of her stomach. Like, she's literally holding True within True's, like, inch of a life to her stomach like true looks like she can't even breathe in these pictures because she's being held so tight yeah so i thought she was pregnant then and then after that picture i think everybody else started to say that she looked pregnant in the comments and then like all the pictures after that have been either like words or like you know she does the little imagery post or they're like photo shoot throwback pictures of behind the scenes like everything else has been very weird and then the other pictures she's posted she doesn't show her stomach, honestly. And then she just posted this one picture. The picture she posted yesterday. yesterday. Oh my God. Like, and then she also, my thing is, Chloe is very strategic. I mean, the whole family is very strategic, but Chloe specifically is extremely strategic because then she posted these little videos to kind of like ensure that she looks like this in life. Like, I felt like that's what it was giving me. Like, um, you know, I'm posting these videos so you guys see I actually look like this and I like my stomach is flat. But my thing is she could have taken this forever ago. Like, we all know they don't have jobs. Like, they get up and take pictures. Right, so they have footage from 
whenever the fuck. Though. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it could have been mm-hmm. right when she found out. I'm sure as soon as they all find out, especially like the Kylie's and the Kim's of it, they'll just like come up with some real quick photos so they'll have in their back pocket to use when they're down or use when whatever. And Chloe, I'm sure she was doing the same shit when she first got pregnant too. So she knows the game and she's pregnant. Allegedly. (sighs) Yeah. So that's that with Chloe. I mean, I figured it was going to be any time now that she was going to get pregnant. She seemed like she was really ready for baby number two. I mean, and she wants to be with Tristan Honestly, live your life, girl. Like, if you want to be with the man that she's on you and publicly humiliate you, that's all on you. Honestly, but stop being ashamed of it. That ma- that's what makes it even worse. But Honestly, I yeah, feel like, I feel like <laughs> wear it on your sleeve and live out loud because that's just what you're doing. And if you did that, it would be a lot easier for all of us to be like, okay, well, she's just, you know what I mean? She don't give a fuck. Yeah. She's not even doing it like that. She has the nerve to be ashamed. Like. No, don't be ashamed. You're be- being disgusting with this disgusting man. And if you want to do that, do that and just let us know. Like, ooh, get- you know what I mean? People are going to talk their shit anyway. People already know you're together. So if you're trying to stop people from saying shit, people are still talking about it. So it doesn't matter. Like, people are always going to talk about you and Tristan because it's been out in the public eye. Not once, not twice, but three times. So, I mean, honestly, it's always going to be a topic of discussion if you guys get back together. But like Jay said... If you are doing it, just be out and open with it. Like, why are you being all sneaky? Like, you acting like Tristan's a sneaky link. He's your baby daddy. He's going to be around all the time regardless. But right. if you're back together, then just say that. Like, it's not, it's really not that big of a deal, honestly, because you're doing it anyways. So. Right. You doing it in hiding is making us question even more. Exactly. And then my last thing on the Kardashian-Jenner clan would be apparently... Chris Jenner is being sued <sighs> allegedly by her ex bodyguard for sexual harassment. <laughs> like, excuse me, what? Do we have any pictures of any of the court documents or anything? I don't. All I wanted to say was with that whole thing is would that be far fetched? Because Corey, her long term boyfriend, was her bodyguard at first. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, hmm. So apparently it says the former bodyguard allegedly I was gonna say that is filing an alleged sexual harassment lawsuit against the Kardashian matriarch according to Blast. According, according to, to the Blast, the Blast has the best information. I'm freaking out. Go ahead. According to the legal docs, the body the bodyguard is alleging he is the victim of a quote unquote pattern of unwanted and unwelcome sexual advances and otherwise harassing misconduct by the 64-year-old, including unwanted massages and causing her pelvis to rub up against his without consent. They did not disclose the bodyguard's name, but apparently he worked security for the Kardashian family starting in May of 2017. Okay. And in addition to his sexual harassment suit, the bodyguard, who happens to be Black, is also alleging quote-unquote hostile work environment racial discrimination and gender discrimination in his alleged lawsuit against Chris Jenner. Apparently Chris Jenner is denying all the allegations. I mean, <laughs> duh. <laughs> and so is Courtney Kardashian apparently. Like, I don't know what she has to do with anything, but I was Courtney. I feel like Courtney should just shut her mouth because we don't care what she has to say. But yeah, so allegedly there's a lawsuit going around about sexual harassment on another black bodyguard emphasis on the word black um (laughs) we all know that's their type apparently so my whole thing is i feel like if chris really wanted this to die it would die 
and I haven't seen any updates about that. So maybe it is being settled privately. I don't know. It definitely um, is. Um, I did you watch the premiere of this latest season of the Kardashians? I didn't. I haven't yet. Okay. Like, Here's it. I think I might wait till it all airs for me to just binge watch it because it's just like the whole waiting week by week is just very slow for me. Okay. So I said it on this pod before, but I didn't get into it. But since we're here, I'll get into it real quick. Um, I said that that's the last episode I'm watching until the series finale. Because the fact that they're doing fucking hijinks and pranks and playing around. Doing all, stupid stuff. Have nothing in the premiere, do. you can do that episode four, five, six, seven, all of that. But you're doing it on the fucking premiere as if there is another shit to fucking do. This is before the quarantine footage even starts. So no, I'm not watching any of the season until the series finale. So, yeah. um, but in the episode, um, Chris, there's like a prank with Chris where Chloe dresses up as her again because you know they can't let sticks die. And so her stick is now mm-hmm. that she dresses up for her mom and they had the paparazzi come like film her, like take pictures of her and stuff and then send it to her, her mother through their publicist to say like TMZ has this footage and they're going to, or like <laughs> they have these pictures and they're going to release it. Okay. Yeah. And the way Chris reacted lets me know that she definitely is wiping this from the internet she was like she didn't even want to talk she was on her way to chloe's house when it happened so like when she got to chloe's house and they were filming she was like i don't want to talk about what's happening like she didn't say anything they were like how are you doing mom because they already knew obviously and stuff they were on three-way and she was like oh i'm okay like her eyes were darting and shit. she was like hold on i have to leave the room i have i'm getting a call it's a really important call they're like oh wow she was like not giving it because they were on camera of course as well so she was not giving it and it was funny to see because like they didn't mean for that to slip, you know what I mean? I don't think they're smart enough to realize what we can learn from that and pull from that. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it, I get it. She wouldn't tell you all, because it's cameras filming, how much other shit did we miss like that? Because exactly. they would, they're so real, and they keep it honest on camera, but like, okay, allegedly when Kim gets the call about Tristan in the middle of her confessional, like, really? Now? You don't, you think that's the first time Kim ever heard that? Exactly. Like our good friend Lisa Renna said, they own it apparently. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's very to keep it real, they own it. But yeah, no, it's very orchestrated. Um honestly, I'm not really excited for the last season. Seasons the last season of anything is usually the worst one. The only time that's ever not happened is like Game of Thrones. But even then I had a controversial end. Some people are really pissed about the end. I was okay with it. I mean, it had to I mean, it was, the, first of all, it was a disgusting <laughs> end, guys. Before, if anyone's here and they're thinking, you like the Game of Thrones, the, the end is horrible. I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil horrible. it and I'm not going to say it's good. It's not, but it, it was shocking, which I like an end to be shocking. But then it was also yeah, like, okay, I could see them kind of planting the seed for this, honestly. Like, yeah, it's not like it came out of nowhere and it was like, wait, how did they come to this conclusion? I honestly, I'm dumb for not seeing that they were going to do this but also it was a horrible decision so i mean yeah all good things come to an end i mean they've been filming their lives for apparently the last 14 years so i mean we started to see that they were kind of over the filming thing like once they stop showing us the real the idea of the show is that we see the headlines months in advance and then we get to see the behind the scenes of it once it stopped being that it just needed to stop it just needed to stop because clearly you don't want us to see what's really going on. So then you just need to cut the cameras. Yeah. Dead ass. Yeah. So that's breaking news for today. Today again is October 3rd. 
2020. Um, Kay, tell the people where they can find you. So you guys can find me on Instagram and YouTube at Kaylin Michelle. That is K-A-E-L-Y-N-N-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-E. And yeah, so that's where you can find your girl. If you find me on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Do all of that. Um, yeah, so, and it'll be in the description. Yeah, thanks for coming on the pod today and filming the emergency breaking news episode. Uh, thanks for having me. Yes, ma'am. And I don't know what episode will be next, guys. It might be P-Valley, probably the ending of P-Valley. So, uh, so sad that ended. So sad that ended, but stay tuned for that recap. And yeah, so until next time.